Welcome to a bonus episode of the Encourage podcast. Each weekday, we meet you right where you are. And today, we have a special conversation for you. Listen in and be empowered by the hope Jesus gives. Welcome, friends. It is so good to be with you for this conversation today. I am Anna E. Rendell, and I'm here with my friends and co-authors, Mary Carver and Grace Picho. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Hi. We're so excited to be here um, to talk with you about our new devotional called Empowered, More of Him for All of You. For five weeks, we are bringing you these bonus conversations from us. <laughs> We're going through Empowered's five sections, which are spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational, and how God is in and through all of them. Um, we're having conversations and sharing stories together, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> and today we are talking about the physical category, which it's a little ironic that I, Mary, am the one sharing with you, because if you go through the book, you might notice that I did not write a single devotion <laughs> on this topic uh, purposefully. When Grace, Anna, and I were working on this book, I finally just said, you know what, friends, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to write about it. Uh, it is a big struggle for me and I can't, I just can't. <laughs> um, and that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes we can't talk about yeah. uh, the hardest things, but sometimes we can. And today I just want to share with you kind of where I have been physically mm. the last few weeks. Um, it's not a unique story. I imagine a lot of you are going to relate uh, my family and I all got COVID for Christmas. Uh, you like know, not the a- worst song title <laughs> that could ever exist would be like, I'm thinking of, you know, I want my two front teeth for Christmas. Like this, it's a song waiting to happen. A really awful one. <laughs> it is. It is actually worse than a hippopotamus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, of course, you know, nobody wrapped it up and gave it to us in a gift bag, but uh, we received it just the same. And uh, all four of the people in my house got sick at varying levels. And it was thankfully, thankfully it was very um, mild as far as the actual virus goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all mostly recovered at this point, but mentally and how I thought about my physical self mm. and my family's physical selves was kind of hard. Yeah. I can only imagine it. Because here we are almost two years into this thing that we've all been going through together. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I have done all the things to prevent myself and my family from getting sick. And I got sick anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I felt like a failure Mm -hmm. and I felt like, um, I felt like maybe God had let me down. Like I thought, Um, I didn't realize this. I didn't, um, intentionally imagine making an agreement with God and shaking his hand. But I think Mm -hmm. in hindsight, I was, I was kind of imagining a contract where I said, okay, God, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And in return, you're going to keep me safe. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep me healthy because I did what I think are the right things to do. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that is not ever, ever what God promises us. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone who's gotten sick with anything knows that. 
you know, the healthiest people get diagnosed with cancer or ALS or fill in the blank. There's a million things that can, can harm us physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I really struggled with that. And, and that was on top of, uh, I was sharing with Anna and Grace earlier that, you know, off and on throughout this pandemic season, my daughters have asked me, why would God let this happen? Mm, and so hard, so hard. Yeah. Cause my answer is beats me. Right. I, 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 right. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go watch veggie tales. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they have an answer. <laughs> right. Right. Um, they don't, none of us no. do. Um, and so it's really, it's really been tricky. And so just when I was actually sick, uh, I really did feel like, okay, where are you God? Yeah. Do you even care? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many of us who are sick, you know, it's, uh, I think Grace, it was, you're like, well, it's quite in vogue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get the COVID right now. And it does seem that way. Like everybody around us has been getting sick. Not everybody, right. but a lot of people. Yeah. And so I just kept asking myself and I guess asking God, you know, where are you in this? Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was asking everyone else around me, every doctor or nurse I could get on the phone, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they never had an answer. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why did none of my questions get answered, guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your favorite thing, isn't it? Mary? Oh my gosh, unanswered that. questions drive me crazy. Um, but I just wanted to know, okay, so I did all the right things I thought uh-huh. and I got sick anyway. <clears throat> so I feel a lot of feelings about that, but I'm going to shove them down mm-hmm. and figure out what do I need to do now? Mm-hmm. How do I make us better? How do I fix this? How do I make sure that we're not passing it on to anyone else? What do yeah. I do? Yeah. And it was in the crossroads of me asking, what do I do? And God, where are you? Mm-hmm. When I finally I didn't hear God with an audible voice, but I felt God say, I'm here and you need to rest. Mm. Now I'm not saying God gave me COVID to force me to rest. I don't right. believe no. that. I don't believe no. that. But when it happened, he was still there. And because he was still there, I could rest. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not to say, you know, I didn't order a target delivery of Lysol and Mucinex and Gatorade. Right, right. <laughs> and frozen pizzas. But <laughs> I could rest in the knowledge that no matter what happens to my body, mm. he is still here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after almost two years of being, uh, how do we describe it? Like low grade terrified mm-hmm. at all times, mm-hmm. waking or sleeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was definitely a shift in my soul of mm. not that I'm not still anxious because I mm-hmm. am, but um, just to remember that no matter what happens, Mm -hmm. no matter what I do or don't do, he's still here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that he cares. Yeah. I, it brings to mind for me the, um, which must be, it's a big deal because this doesn't always happen, but a a verse from Mm -hmm. Matthew, uh, that I don't have memorized just, it just brought it to mind. So I pulled it up, um, so I could read it. 
just so we're clear and transparent here, this is not out of memory work, but it's from Matthew um, and you'll probably recognize it too as something Jesus taught us. And that's also really difficult, but it says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you'll find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. Mm. And that's from Matthew 11. And I, I mean, it comes to mind often, especially I think as we talk about rest, but good night, that can be hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it maybe not for everyone, But for me, I feel like if I stop worrying about this, if I stop doing all the things I think I'm supposed to do, then disaster will surely strike. Hmm. Right. We're holding it up with our worry, Mm -hmm. right? Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I forget that God is God and I am not. Yeah. That's hard though. Mm -hmm. When when everything feels like it's falling apart, we... We naturally want to hold something together. Uh, we want to be able to control. I think that's just human. Yeah. Um, and to be able to say, even if it all fell apart, even as, even when things fall mm-hmm. apart, mm-hmm. you still even care. When. Yeah. You still mm-hmm. care. Um, you're here, but yes, you still, you care about my physical body. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. many of us struggle to see God in that area of our lives because we've made it to be either our body becomes the enemy and we mm-hmm. fight with our body or we just have not really talked about like being embodied or having mm-hmm. like that. It's a spiritual act of worship to take care of our bodies um, or that God would be present in that. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, really I definitely, like- I've definitely struggled, still struggle. I don't know why I said that in the past tense. It is a today thing mm-hmm. uh, of, of feeling like, uh, you know, God can be part of all of my life, except for this. Cause right. this is the thing that I messed up. Yeah. 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 This is the yeah. thing that I, these are the balls that I let drop or mm-hmm. I hurt myself mm-hmm. or I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my thing to fix. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I still need to hold it up on my own. Cause mm-hmm. you don't need to bother with this God. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I did it all get myself out of it. I yes. Too, but, right. <laughs> and you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I think one other option in addition to the ones you said, Grace, is that we can just ignore it. Like yeah. we can ignore that God cares about our physical beings. Right. And he does. That is not to say God loves us more if we're skinny. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's not the care. God doesn't love us more if we're healthy as a horse. God mm-hmm. doesn't love us less if we're not. Mm-hmm. That's not the level of care. But I think God does care about our bodies yeah. and mm-hmm. and a little bit of how we treat them because they are, like you said, the word grace embodied. Mm-hmm. They're an embodiment of him. Like we get to house his right. spirit. And um, but it's a it's a weird, it's a it's a unique um entry point for shame, I think, too. Yeah. That you know can cover. A lot of mm-hmm. that area, mm-hmm. like you talked yes. about, Mary. Entry point. I'm I'm envisioning like doors flung wide open, <laughs> right? Right. Garage right. size doors, <laughs> hangar size doors. I'm like, right. give me all the shame. Yeah, and that's yeah. so silly. 
because I could instead be saying, give me all the grace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Show me how much you love me. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I could also reflect that to others because Mm -hmm. yeah, like, you know, I appreciate what you said that God doesn't love us more if we're healthy. He doesn't love us more if we are, you know, um, you know, fully abled or differently abled or thin or short or even mm -hmm. think about (laughs) clean. God doesn't love us more if we shower twice a day versus the brand new postpartum mom who might get one a week. That is, there is a modicum of shame that comes with that from the rest Mm -hmm. of the world. And I just don't think that's how it works with God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that God loves our greasy hair just as much as our freshly washed hair. I mean, why else would he have allowed for the invention of dry shampoo? This is a gift from him. That's right. All good things come from above. (laughs) Thank you, God, for dry shampoo. Thanks be to God. I really, I'm on board with that. Um, So I think, well, one question then that obviously this is still a new kind of a thing and this has changed. I think my answer has changed even in the year, a little over a year than uh, when we wrote it, but how then can we, with, with these thoughts and feelings and convictions, how can we incorporate rhythms of rest into our schedules? I mean, I've got a calendar on my computer and on my desk on paper and on my phone, and I don't have a lot of like line items programmed in there for rest. So Mm -hmm. how can we help make that a a rhythm in our schedules or how have you found that that works if you do that? (laughs) I don't know that I have a healthy answer for that. Yeah. Uh, I joked with Grace earlier that my real answer is, well, I'm going to sit on my, you know, sit with my phone for a good solid hour after (laughs) I go to bed and scroll through Instagram reels. That's rest, right? Right. Right. It's not. And I know that, but I think for me, I just have to, and you guys tell me, I don't know if this is right, but I just have to kind of grit my teeth and do what feels selfish, even though it's not selfish. It's, Uh it's Uh good. It's good for, for me. It's good for my people. And one thing I do is almost every Sunday afternoon, I take a nap. Oh, that's mm. so good. I love that. I take a nap. My husband worked nights for years and years. And so I would never sleep really, really well at night mm. uh, just because I had to be partially awake all night in case my kids needed me. Yeah. Um, and so that Sunday afternoon, like those, you know, that hour and a half or maybe two hours, that would be the best sleep I got all week. Mm-hmm. And even though he doesn't work nights anymore, I have kept to that. Like, Hey, this is just a thing. Mom's going to take a nap every Sunday afternoon when mm-hmm. possible. Right. And the girls know, cause <laughs> they have experienced what happens if they interrupt that nap time. <laughs> and I'm not sorry about that because I <laughs> need that time so I can be fully me for me and yeah. for God, but also for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You have a weekly rhythm. I know. It's great. I, I do. I do. I wish I, I had more daily rhythms of rest. I but, know. Yeah. I'm not good at anything rhythmic disciplined um, or even keeping up with that. But one thing I've been trying to, instead of, because I'm very good at being um, guilt driven, Mm -hmm. um, shame driven when it comes to my body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's just how I 
grew up, that's how I think a lot of us grew up was um, if you don't look a certain way, or if you don't feel good in a certain way, um, you need to beat yourself up for it, whether uh, physically, literally, or uh, figuratively um, in your mind. And so in therapy, one of the things that um, my therapist and I talk about is um, she often says to me, like, what's one thing you can change? Mm -hmm. So it might not be that I can incorporate a rhythm out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. but just what's one thing that you can change from what you used to do. And Mm -hmm. that, I feel like that's already infused with grace to Mm -hmm. say, um, it's not like you have to think of a whole new curriculum for yourself (laughs) that you need to follow, but, um, or a regiment, but if there's one thing you can change, what could that be? And it could be one little thing. Like, I don't know, when we talk about our physical health, like drinking water, I'm terrible. I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <feels> like water, <laughs> but I know it's not. Um, and I'm not very good at that. Um, or even just moving my body. I, I work at the computer. I'm generally sitting down most of the day. Um, yeah. I'm sitting in the car, in the carpool line. Mm-hmm. Um, so even little things like that to, um, walk around the house, it doesn't mean I have to go run four miles. Right. It just means like, what's one thing I can do to, um, change what I normally do. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I really relate to that. And, and then with one thing you said, Mary, about, um, sometimes these rhythms like remind you of, or you choose the selfish thing, even though it, because Mm -hmm. it's a good thing. I don't remember how you said it, but I felt that. Um, and it made me think of our schedules. Um, I work nine to five and my husband works at church. So Mm -hmm. his schedule is different. So he has Fridays off because he works Sundays. And so, um, we get one day off a week together on Saturdays and I am super selfish about that day. Like, I don't like scheduling a lot of other things on that day. I, um, I like saving it for projects we're doing at home or field trips as a family or whatever, but I feel very protective of that one day. And it's not because we do big crazy things every week. It's just the one that we have. That's a full, you know, time together. So it, it's not necessarily rest. It does turn often into that. Um, but I feel very, that feels restful to me to be together, mm-hmm. um, with all of us here. And so I find myself being really selfish over that one day. Um, so I like that you said that too. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we can reframe it to not say that it's selfish, but that we're investing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I like, like that. that. Mm-hmm. We're investing in our rest when you take a nap yeah. on Sunday. Um, and I'm, I love, you know, that story of Elijah and how God met him when he was at the end of even his weariness and fed him and told him to take a nap. Um, and I think of that often in our weariness of how God isn't like, hurry up and get back to your full self yeah. um, or your fully functioning self. He understands and sees that and invites us to take that Sunday nap or, you know set aside that whole day, like what you were saying, Anna, um, for your family, because he loves it. Mm-hmm. He, he wants, he's honored by that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Grace, will you, um, will you wrap up our time with a prayer today? 
Yes. Yes. I'd love to. Let's pray. Gentle God, we are so tired. We want to get out of the cycle of busyness and find our worth um, and finding our worth in what we produce, but it so often feels counterintuitive. So teach us to create rhythms that honor the way you've designed us and change the way we think so that we can see rest as a must instead of a maybe. Empower us, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Grace. Well, that's it for today, friends. We will be back next week with another conversation about Empowered, and you won't want to miss it. In the meantime, pre-order your copy of Empowered from any retailer, and we'll send you any one of our Courageous Bible Studies for free. Just fill out the form at encourage.me slash empowered book. And that's I-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E dot me slash empowered book. And of course, you can always find us on social at encourage, read our daily articles at encourage.me and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite player. The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring, makers of your favorite cards, books, and gifts. Visit them today at dayspring.com.